against the Rhodes pod. Ladies and gentlemen, episode number 90, Gio Garcia here alongside Christian Mosqueda and a few guests, right? Chris, we're here live from the east side of Long Beach, Jackrabbit Boxing Gym. Yeah, we're here in Long Beach, guys. We are joined by two, and we'll be joined by another uh, guest later on today. First, we have Mr. Ashton, prospect, 16 years young, right? Yeah. Out of Long Beach, so I'm making his ways in the in the boxing round of applause for him. And we also have Mr. Trevor Sambrano. He's been in the boxing game for years. He's you know challenged for a world title, advisor, boxing trainer. So welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Right, so nothing, it's a, it's a, this is gonna be a heavy episode, right? It's a lot of stuff going down uh, outside of you know. The boxing world, you know, yeah. it's kind of it kind of takes boxing kind of takes uh, a backseat, right, with everything yeah. that's going on. But um, you know, we want to focus, you know, on what's going on here today, and so and we're glad the gym is okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the right. gym is okay. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, I mean, yeah. we, that's something we were having trouble. We're like, man, are we, we going to be able to do this podcast? Like, we don't know what's going on over there. And, yeah, you know. I texted Chris last night. Yeah, was watching the news. Yeah. Well, you I was know, like, hey man, we might not even make it out tomorrow. Uh, l- luckily, the, the gym is a staple in our community. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, Ivan, uh, Ashton's father, Ivan Silk, he's a, he's not just a staple; he's a fixture in the community, an example for the community. And uh, for the most part, people around the east side of Long Beach, um, they know what the gym means to the to, to the people here and to the kids here. And uh, I want to say that 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 was kept in mind. Of course, you know, it was out of control because, you know, yeah. <laughs> but. Um, when you're trying to make the best out of a situation that 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 went wrong, uh, you, it it ended up being okay. Hopefully this ends. Hopefully that uh, last night was the only uh, night of turmoil like that. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, uh, you can see how for me how it got to this point. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's all just look look at the future and, and try to be better. So. Yeah, I, something I was thinking, I was like, ah, are they going to hit it? I was like, I don't think they want to mess with Jackrabbit. <laughs> they want to mess with Jackrabbit. like, oh, that's the one spot they don't they shouldn't mess with. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're very respected. We had we had him at the door. We had a, uh, okay. I, I was at the door. We were agreed to buy a dog as well. Yeah. You guys know Daniel, too. Daniel, probably the referee for USA Boxing. He was oh, okay. here as well. Oh, yeah. uh, trying to know, keep things fair Yeah, we're clean. Trying, to, trying, to, <laughs> trying to keep it fair and clean. So, uh, yeah, it, everything worked out, but... Yeah, let's talk about the gym a little bit. Um, we are in the east side of Long Beach, right? Like we said, a very famed area for a lot of people who heard, have heard about the city of Long Beach. Uh, can you guys talk a little bit, a little bit about the gym and its location and what it means to you guys? Can you see it again? No worries, man. No worries. Uh, Seventeen years young? Are you yeah, 16. sixteen? Sixteen. Yeah. Sixteen. Yeah. And you're on national yeah. television, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's talk about a little bit about what the gym means to you. Um, like, 
in Long Beach. Training here. All right, training here. Um, it definitely means a lot, especially in Long Beach, you know. Um, we had, like, a few greats and legends here. Some yeah. dog, um, you know, up and coming, be nice and different. Is Rest in peace, <laughs> Nate Dog. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, I mean, Long Beach has Long Beach has a community. I mean, we're right across from Long, Long Beach Poly. Uh, yeah. You know, it's yeah. where the Jackrabbits. Yeah. MLK uh, Park. Yeah, Long yeah. Beach Poly, I think it, it creates some, it makes the most uh, NFL players in the country. Mm-hmm. So Long Beach has a, a rich history of, of producing athletes. And, uh, you know, whether it be, Willie, you know, McGinnis. Hey, Willie. Yeah, yeah, it's just a lot of people are coming out of Long Beach. There's a, you know, another thing that for people just to know that Snoop did his first video, um, I Am Snoop Dogg. On the rooftop of the gym. Yeah. I mean, shared with the world famous VIP, yeah, yeah. where Seven Eleven is. So when when you think about what Long Beach has, has become for the country as a whole, and and when those things that you associate with it, we're right here in the epicenter of it. This is the heart of it, and uh, we've got the next best thing coming out of Long Beach, Ooh. and not just not just for for the city as a whole, but I really believe for the world as a whole for boxing. And that's going to be Ashen. So yeah, it's mandatory yeah. that I got to do it. Oh, yeah. It's mandatory. It's, it's, See, it's I a like requirement. That because yeah. that was going to be my next question. Do you feel a little bit of pressure or motivation? Um, what, what do you feel yeah, when? I, it's a lot of motivation. It's not that much pressure. But, um, you know, I got basically kind of like the city on my back. So, you know, it's comfortable and I'm just doing what I got to do. That's all I know. I mean, that's. When you think of pressure, I mean, I, I, I see in social media has a hundred k followers. Correct? Do you, yeah. Does that does that add a little bit of pressure? If, um, or does it not, motivate you more? It motivates me. Okay. It's more of motivation, not pressure, mm-hmm. because it's more of like a fan base and like more of a supporting than um, have having to do it for somebody. Even mm-hmm. though I kind of feel like I have not have to, but like you know, it's mandatory mm-hmm. for me being in Long Beach. Mm-hmm. Uh, this question might probably ask your, your uh, trainer dad a little bit later, but for for you, how do you guys um, handle those distractions? There is a lot of followers, a lot of people trying to reach out to you, knowing that you're going somewhere. How do you handle those those distractions? You got to um, separate it, kind of like you know, yeah, I'm in school too, so you got to separate the schoolwork, the the training, the um, the fans. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you just got to make time for everything. Yeah. Yeah, because growing up, I mean, we didn't have social media, so mm-hmm. most distractions are just people at school. But you got, now you got <laughs> oh, people yeah, reaching out to you, right? Yeah. Like sending you messages. Hard, hard to imagine that you'd have 100,000 followers <laughs> right. at, at 16 yeah. and, and growing by 10,000, which seems right. like every other month. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, man. You know what? Let's get into that a little bit because you do go to Long Beach, uh, yeah. Poly High School, Poly, right? Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure back then it was, it was a little different, maybe. I don't know, perhaps. Uh, can you uh, just describe a little bit of what uh, Poly is like nowadays? Especially, you know, talking like the the social media yeah. age. You know, you're yeah. a junior or a senior now. And now I'm a sophomore. Going sophomore. sophomore. Yeah, junior, and he has 100,000 followers. 100K, right. <laughs> so how is that a poly, poly high school? Like, you're talking about like the attention I get? Yes. Or, um, I'm, I'm kind of like cool with everybody. You know, I don't try to be like, like um, shallow to anybody, try to push them away, like act like I'm the star there. I just... You know, like kind of like another normal person, yeah. But like, it's not it's not that hard being up there because like they know who, like you know how a lot of people kind of get picked on and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So like I'm kind of get like much respect up there. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Okay. Yeah. 
Do you get people coming at you like during classes, like, "Hey, can you promote this for me?" Tag me. I ask him to tag me. I said, "Can you tag me every day?" <laughs> hey, make sure to tag us at against <laughs> DA Robes. <laughs> hey, so you're in high school. I'm sure you see other yeah. sports. Um, is there? Do you do you get tempted? Maybe like, oh, I like to you know maybe play football. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Um, basketball and football. I played football last year. Okay. And a few years back and stuff, but I don't try to do it consistently so mm-hmm. like because you know it's a possibility of getting injured of doing yeah. the sport that i really don't want to like pursuing like it's like kind of like a backup really but not really it's just yeah. like kind of for fun um i like basketball too that's probably like one of my favorite sports yeah. too but yeah lakers fan no i know i am a lakers fan but um i gotta go with the clippers i mean okay yeah, I'm like more of a Clippers fan. Lakers yeah. like number two, you know, right behind them. See, when we were younger, we would get picked on if you if you rooted yeah. for the Clippers. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> losing sixty games every season. <laughs> now they're good though. Now they're good. They're so, good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think Ashton grew up when the Clippers were, were pretty decent, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why they can like. I kind of grew up with them. That's why, like, but like, I still like the Lakers at the same time. It's always okay. been the same. It's like back and forth. Okay. I don't know. Who's your favorite player? NBA player. Oh. All right. Current, um, I like LeBron James, but that's not like my favorite player. Like, okay, he's no, about to chew you out right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll probably say, um, that's kind of hard. I kind of got like a, a few favorites. Okay. I'm trying to think. Who's everybody? Don't look at me. I don't know anything about basketball. <laughs> Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, I know, yeah Kawhi Leonard. Like, I, yeah, like, I like them, but I just, like, they kind of, like, quiet, you know. Okay. Like, I kind of like more, like, entertainment. Type. Oh, like, we talk about, like, who's, if I, who I think the best right now, then I would say, like, Kawhi or Giannis. And okay. then LeBron third, but I don't think, like, Kawhi, I think he's, like, number one right now. Yeah. Is there any, like, basketball player or athlete that you kind of feel like, oh, I relate to that guy, maybe – you know, is there is there one in particular you're like, oh, I'm kind of like him or, or I like his 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 style. Yeah, um, I wouldn't say Westbrook, um, even though I like how he just kind of carries himself, really. Oh. But at the same time, he's kind of like not ignorant, but I don't know something like that. But he was born in Long Beach too. Yeah, that's right. why. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I like Westbrook. Yeah. He's got a rawness on him. Yeah, I probably, I probably say like James Harden, probably. Okay. Yeah. James Harden. He grew up in Lasalle, right? Yeah. yeah, out here. Yeah. yeah. Our teacher's a high. Mm-hmm. A, lot of, a lot of athletes coming yeah. out of this area. A lot area. of athletes from Southern yeah. California yeah. as a whole, yeah. especially like this little region. Yeah. 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 So. I think I that's think I, another reason why mm-hmm. it's mandatory for me. Oh, it's mandatory. I think yeah. I saw an article that said that Poly's probably like the most. Yeah, one like the top. Top, top school, like athletic school in the in the nation. Especially from these schools, when you think about a lot of these schools are private. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. even about right. a public school, the legacy of, of Long Beach yeah. Poly is just incredible in, mm-hmm. in sports. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And it's crazy. It's um, boxing used to be very popular back in what the you know, 30s, 40s, 50s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it's like a niche sport, but uh, you know, it's still people still watch. You know, if there's a fight, people are gonna watch. Yeah, it. yeah. We uh, just something about the gym. We we won best uh, gym at the Olympic qualifiers mm-hmm. this year in Oxnard. So, and uh, it's actually been won twice in the last five years. Oh wow! So as far as okay. putting Long Beach on, on on the map on the map for for amateur boxing, I, I, it's actually been solidified. And then um, at, you know we we're on the precipice of, of doing humongous things mm-hmm. out of the gym for for the professional. It's just 
we're literally like two or three years out. So, but yeah. I feel like everyone's going to know who Jack Rabbits is, and everybody for the most part, I think they're getting yeah. a feeling of what's coming out the gym. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah Ashton, how, so how many national titles do you have? I, I, I have uh, ten national titles, and national two international. Yeah. Okay. How did you get into boxing yeah. to begin with? Um, I mean, it's not complicated, but it's like it's, uh, I used to kind of like kind of backyard box my dad. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, okay. he kind of like mm-hmm. uh, taught me a little bit at the beginning. But like, if you want to talk about like actually getting like inside the gym uh, around like seven or eight, it was really my uncle that kind of um, because I kind of used to like want to do everything he did. If you play basketball, I wanted to be a basketball player, football. Yeah. So yeah, he was like kind of like a role model. So, like, he was like, he asked me, did I want to do boxing with him? So I was like, yeah, I might as well. So, yeah, after that, it just took off from there. Okay. Were uh, some of your favorite boxers growing up? Um, Floyd, definitely. Yeah, that's what, basically all I watched. Um, I watched some Sweet Pea. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, really, Floyd. That's all I really kind of knew. Yeah. I kind of knew Pacquiao, but, you know, like back then, well, kind of still now, like Pacquiao is kind of like rivals with like Floyd. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so okay. it was more of like a Floyd type thing for me. What, who, if you, if you can, if you want to say names, who are some of the, I'm sure you've probably done some sparring. Have you done any sparring with any pros? Any light sparring or like, any names that you can? Mm-hmm. He know more names. <laughs> I be, I'm, like, not yeah. to, You're like, would I just beat up? He's no. like, I don't ask yeah, him their yeah. names. I just beat him up. <laughs> It's an yeah. interesting thing. So Ash just works with a lot of pro- pros, in, including uh, world champions, um, mm. even active world champions. Mm. And it's it's a it's a weird predicament because he is only 16, and they have a team, yeah. and uh, we have relationships with the team, and Ivan does, and and I do, and he, and he does everybody. So to say that you know he got the best of of uh, such and such. Yeah, I can't necessarily say yeah. that. Yeah. But, but and just to clear up, that's not what we're asking. We're yeah, just asking, we're we're not asking <laughs> who did you beat up? Yeah, no, yeah. we're just asking who well, did you spar. Yeah. You know, uh, he's worked with, he's been, had an opportunity with, with Oscar Negrete very recently. Um, okay. We've had uh, Isaac Dogbo in here. Okay. Uh, he's been working with him. Um, oh, He worked with uh, the top-ranked uh, guy, Albert Melian, which was interesting because Albert Melian had faced uh, Oscar Negrete for a title. Uh, mm-hmm. on the top rank show um but yeah plenty of prospects out there christian is another kid that comes to mind from top rank um just a lot of kids out there and uh you know and it, but but they're sort of all different different they're either just coming up in their game okay and we can make a measurement there and then there's prospects and we can make a measurement but the measurement that we have been seeing uh, most recently is against against either former world champions or active world champions and uh you know he's been more than successful and I, i'm not gonna I don't think that there's a, any anything wrong with saying that. Yeah. So, which is incredible because he's only 16. And when I think of other great fighters of the generation that came before them, mm-hmm. um, this is kind of a common uh, sediment. So yeah. they talked about Floyd uh, giving given, uh, Pernell Whitaker a hard time. Yeah. Um, they talked about even, you know, Oscar was giving a lot of world champions a hard time when he was mm-hmm. still in his teens. Yeah. And then we're seeing that right now. So it, it's, it's a pleasure to be part of the team and... It's even more incredible just to be in the corner and, and uh, bite my tongue and watch it go down. So, <laughs> yeah, Every time we interview, like, um, pro fighters, they always talk about their amateur days and yeah. the guys that get in trouble. I mean, is there, some, is there like, one guy in the amateurs right now, like, oh, that guy's good. He's, I got I to gotta stay, you know, head-to-head with them, make sure I get, you know. Is there, is there a few names out there? Um, I know one that's, um, like, right behind me. Okay. Um, Steven Navarro. You okay. probably know. Yeah, but. 
uh, I don't really focus on names like that, really. Uh-huh. But yeah, I know Steven Navarro. That's like like a real good friend to me. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. He's got an incredible style, too. So, okay. you know. You know what? I want to take it back to high school because you haven't been – you guys have been out of school for, oh, yeah. for a while, oh, yeah. huh? You guys haven't been – you've been in school technically but not <laughs> at the actual campus, right? So yeah. what's that been like? Uh, I don't know. If it, it's like – it's a kind of good thing but kind of like a bad thing. Like I could kind of focus on boxing a little bit more, but at the same time I got to still like focus on school and uh, find time to get that done. And basically like – it's kind of difficult because, like, on online, sometimes the teachers don't know how to, like, teach the same way as they do in person or whatever yeah. or, like, kind of demonstrate. So you kind of got to, like, figure out on your own and stuff like that. And what about um in the boxing sense, Trevor? You can probably answer this a little better. How has this kind of put your you guys' goals kind of on hold yeah, in a way? Because I mean, the last couple of months have been pretty kind of weird. I, I, I was at the bash show that was in the Valley. And uh, I think it was maybe two weeks before mm, okay. this had actually come to fruition where they had shut, the, they had shut us down because of COVID. Um, you know, as a nation, we just, we're going to worry as a whole just because it's not just boxing that's being affected. It's, it's multifaceted. It's everything. But it's definitely, it's definitely difficult when you have guys. We, we had a guy here, Sincere Brooks. Uh, he was looking to debut. Um, we had it all lined up. He's in camp. And, uh, you know, this is, isn't just our story. It's a very common story in boxing yeah. right now. Uh, he was a week away from, from having his, his pro debut, and that fell apart. So it, it's hard because everybody that's involved in boxing knows the, uh, the discipline and, and uh, the, the work ethic and how diligent you need to be. Mm-hmm. And to see that not, not transpire, and, yeah. you know, but what can you do? This is it's a black swan event. It's unprecedented. We've never yeah. seen anything like it. Um, I'm, I'm excited, though. I heard that uh, top rank is... It's coming yeah. back at the end of the month, and if not early July. And, uh, you know, I heard there, there likely isn't going to be a gate. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. you know, we all, we all got to go on until we figure this thing out. And uh, that's not just the COVID, too. It's also what else has happened in the country as well. So, yeah. Did you expect that to happen? Uh, last night, there was a lot of looting and rioting. Uh, you know, maybe... For my part, I kind of expected it in Minneapolis, but yeah. in L.A., I didn't really expect it, or even Long Beach. Yeah, Long Beach, uh, you know, I, Ivan and I were actually together uh, yesterday. We had a meeting yesterday, and, uh, you know, we were about to barbecue, and, and uh, you know, we just got a fire going, and we got a call that uh, they were a couple blocks away from the gym. Um, we weren't on high alert. This is around, like, 5.15. Um yeah. We weren't on high alert because we kind of assumed that, hey, look, yeah. listen, it's Long Beach. You know, the people are going to protest. Yeah. We really didn't see anything that could have gone that direction unless I felt like the police had acted sort of aggressively and acted as antagonists. Um, yeah. You know, it's also, this is one thing that I, that I was thinking about, and it, it's difficult because it's not just the murder of, of, of George Floyd and, and a history of a, of, of a country that has racism and police brutality. What I saw last night, too, was um, it's also that a lot of kids are, are, are born into the lower social class strata. They don't have a lot of social mobility. And in a lot of kids, it was classism. It was, I'm going to go get mine. Mm-hmm. And, if I, and that means if I have an opportunity to, to go get something that I wouldn't be able to have access to, I'm going to go get mine. Why wouldn't I? And uh, they might not be able to articulate it that way. And I'm not saying that I'm not giving them a, a pass on looting. 
But, you know, it, it was just a, a myriad of things that, that, that got us there last night. Nobody wants to see that. It's bad for the community. It's bad for Long Beach. It's bad for the city of L.A. Um, and we all, we all got to be better just move forward. But, yeah, definitely like you felt like I was blindsided. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you see it coming? Um, kind of. You know, I'm a, a teenager, you know, yeah. these kids. Kind of reckless out here. Yeah, very reckless. Yeah, and um, you know it's quarantine, so it's some kind of giving something to do. Pent up energy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true as well. People have been indoors for a few months, and yeah. uh-huh. once you let them out, especially with, uh, I guess it, I guess you can call it motivation, but not really. Yeah, incentive. Yeah, motivation. Yeah, incentive. Yeah. 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 yeah, it looks like definitely that lockdown fatigue, right? And then this is like the match that just. They need a reason. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a kid's, his, I mean, we saw a lot of kids your age. Mm-hmm. How'd that feel like? Were you like, did you kind of know that was going to, I mean, they were just on it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> incredibly efficient, man. I seen kid. I seen uh, safes being taken out and ATMs yeah. being taken out. Uh, so, yeah. You guys seen that video that trying, someone was trying to take a safe in, into a bus? No, but the I didn't let him on. Like, oh. <laughs> oh, wow. He was like, oh, we could have split the money. Yeah, right. yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's not a good look. Um, we we got we to gotta, we gotta figure it out. But, you know, it's also, it's also the country. It's not just for black folks, too. It's brown folks as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a rich history of, of police brutality. Yeah. And uh, I think when, when the adults don't, when they're not having good sense making, where they're not coming to the table, Mm-hmm. And, and being proactive and, yeah. and making perhaps better policy to yeah. to make sure if the police are offending like this that yeah. they have to be taken to task. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to see this. You're going to see a domino yeah. effect, and this is it came to a, 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 a cataclysmic event mm-hmm. um, in, in the last 72 two hours. Yeah. So, yeah. What do you guys think, man? It's, it's a very difficult to answer, but what do you think are some steps you know that could be taking you know short term to start limiting racism or to start you know, integrating, you know, just having more tolerance. Like, we've we known racism has, exi- has yeah. existed for decades and decades, and it seems like it, even though it gets a little bit better, it's still always there. Like, what do you think? That there's some things that we can, we can do. I'm trying to think. You got to think. It's a difficult thing. This thing is entrenched. It's, a, it's, a, it's absolutely a, a narrative that's written into American history. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, there's, we can look at it, there's, there's been centuries of oppression. Mm-hmm. A lot of these things have, have ended up being systemic, you know, whether that's, whether that's something like redlining, redlining yeah. because of policy, um, whether that's, uh, you know, even looking at if you call somebody and you have a, a Latino last name mm-hmm. and you're being treated differently or, yeah. you know, so that when you're looking at race play out in America, it's, it really is just multifaceted and it's just a very complicated conversation. I think the best thing that we're doing, um, if we maybe call attention to that, a lot of young, young kids throughout the nation right now, mm-hmm. um, that they feel compelled to speak up on it. Yeah. And that's the start because that's basically them saying that they don't want to continue on with the generational curses that we've had now mm-hmm. for, for centuries yeah. and, and that they're looking to put that to an end. Um, one thing that I wish that they would do is that if there is a moment of police brutality or there is a moment of, of where police take life, that it doesn't seem reasonable to have the police investigate themselves. Yeah. Um, and you can't expect someone to, especially with like a brotherhood, to look after their own house and, and to make sure that, uh, you know, the binary of, of right and wrong then becomes gray. Mm-hmm. And you also know that there's an incentive, incentivized behavior 
to look after their own, which is another officer with a badge. Um, if anything, I, I hope that they could, we walk away with this. We demand that the police department, uh, that there's an outside uh, agency or entity that investigates them. That would be incredible. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, we hope uh, the gym stays safe, stays uh, safe. Um, and just to let people know, I don't think burning down our own city is, is no, the answer. Yeah. I don't think that benefits anybody. Uh, people still have to go to work, right? A lot of these small businesses were opening, right? And a lot of them have been damaged now. So I'm pretty sure people are going to be out of jobs now. People worked at the markets, at the targets. It's, it's our community yeah. that, that yeah. fulfill those jobs. So, so. And the way it takes away the attention from what's really, a, you know, yeah. for trying to find justice and the media if they see something like that they're going to focus their cameras on that Yeah, yeah and yeah. again it's ratings and everything they're going to just want to show that instead of you know other peaceful protests or other messages that are more important so yeah. the more people do that the more it takes away yeah we definitely we definitely got to we, we cannot I mean we, we got to be better as a, as a society and uh, yeah. and not just as Angelinos or, or people here in Long Beach that's for the nation as a whole Definitely. Fortunate. Yeah. It's a, it's a tough subject. It's, yeah. so, it's just it's the so, timing of the conference. Yeah. Typically, we've gone against the ropes and we're talking about, <laughs> right? we're talking about, is Earl Spence the same after his Ferrari, his Ferrari uh, accident? Yeah. But like, yeah, yeah, you know, there's a little bit of heaviness in the air because yeah. of what happened in, 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 uh, you know, right here and it's what happened in the nation. But, you know, it's, uh, we're, we're going to get over it. And, and it's, in boxing, we all roll yeah. with the punches. And yeah. the country rolls with the punches. So, yeah, yeah. hopefully. Yeah, and that's why we didn't really uh, promote much of this here going on because uh, we weren't even sure if we if this was going to happen, yeah. right? We're watching the news last night and a lot of violence and burning down, and we can hear sirens all over the place. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I'm glad you guys were we were able to join you here from mm-hmm. live from the Jackrabbit <laughs> Boxing yeah. Gym. Yeah. <laughs> some, some. This is a question I posed for Ryan Garcia. Uh, I'm going to ask you kind of a similar question. Um, he's 21 years old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he has you know, 6 million followers, you're 16, you have 100K followers. Uh-huh. Are you aware that down the road, you already have a big platform. Yeah. So you're going to have, you know, down the road, you're going to have more, more and more, more, and more, more followers. followers. And you're going to have almost a responsibility, right? Yeah, to, to keep my own image. And yeah, yeah. Do you think about that? Do you yeah, I always, yeah, yeah, I always think about that. Um, yeah. Sometimes I even, um, like, watch, like, on YouTube, like, mm-hmm. how people handle certain things, like, yeah. you know, the media and stuff. And, like, um, like how it is, like just walking around with like cameras on your face and stuff. Yeah. Like I just think about how would I act and yeah. and different things like that. How would I handle the situation? Yeah, because we uh, like we said earlier, we when we were sixteen and we didn't, you know, yeah, we didn't have this. I guess a pressure like it's kind of it kind of falls on your shoulders yeah. without you yeah. asking for it, right? You're yeah. sixteen, you're not supposed to have all the answers yet. Uh, yeah, you know, you're still growing, you're still making, you're gonna make mistakes and you're gonna learn from mistakes. Yeah. And so, do you feel sometimes like, oh man, like. I'm going to have this responsibility yeah, down the road yeah. and people are going to look up to me. They already look up to me, you know, kids, yeah, 12-year-olds, yeah. 11-year-olds, uh-huh. and it's just going to get bigger. He's, he's not that type of kid, though. He sees us as an example for the adults around him. He's like the most logical 16-year-old ever. Everything is just log- logic and pragmatism. Just, nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The adults need to listen to him in the house. Right? <laughs> he's, not just making a, he's not just being an example for the yeah, I seen that jab. Good jab. <laughs> no, I'm just saying if, if we're doing something foolish, he'll look at us like, "Do you really want to do that?" Nah, probably not. Right. So, so, yeah, he's gonna. I imagine he, we're looking. See, to me, he he won't speak on it, but not when just knowing Ash Ashton's character mm-hmm. and thinking about what Kobe Bryant ended up being. Yeah, I 
mark my words, it's not that it's not that far fetched because yeah. his his character as a person and his work ethic and and how he sees things. He, mm-hmm. So cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Awesome. If, when you're not boxing, what do you do? Ashton is a six year old. What do you yeah, do? Um, I either play basketball really. I like, you know, that's another, like I was saying, that's like one of my favorite sports. Um, Netflix, I'm okay. always on Netflix. Um, what do you watch on Netflix? <laughs> <laughs> like, really, I'm just like all, like, a, I watch all genre, really. You watch I'm the, not a scary uh, movie type of dude. Tiger King, what is it called? Tiger King. <laughs> <laughs> that's one thing I haven't watched yet, though. I you haven't watched basketball yet? <laughs> nah, I don't, I don't know. I don't think I'm going to be into it like that. Oh, Maybe. Okay. I don't know. What about Power? Have you seen it? Yeah, Power. Oh, yeah. that one's yeah. good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that one's good. <laughs> yeah. Who's your favorite character from Power? Uh, Tariq. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like Tommy. Tommy. Tommy's cool. Yeah. Tommy's yeah. a man. All right. Yeah. Yeah, but I used to be like more of like a movie guy. But okay. Yeah, I'm... I'm starting to get into shows like since quarantine because like, cause I like when it's already like on like season four or whatever. I don't want to be like the one trying to catch up with someone yeah. else. And like if I watch like like some like four four seasons, mm-hmm. I'm gonna be up all night just watching it, trying to get to the next season or just finish yeah. the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Before the podcast, you were training, right? Yeah, yeah. Tell us like what a normal day looks like for for, for Ashton. Training day. Like what time do you wake up? Oh, with, um, sometimes I have to wake up at like what is it? Like six o'clock, five thirty to run. Sometimes, um, but on the usual, like the usual, I get here. Well, I'm starting to get here at nine o'clock. Okay, train around like nine nine thirty, mm-hmm. um, and start the training. Whatever they tell me what to do, I'm. It's like more like unpredictable type of stuff. Like okay. I never really know what's going on. It is. I just go with the flow. Yeah, I think I think his dad is always uh, really responsible with taking the lead and giving 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 the kids a different look. Okay. So whether they're working on a drill that's more defensive minded, or they're working on uh, drills that are offensive minded, or if it's uh, emphasis on movement, mm-hmm. or um, you know inf- emphasis on catching, or uh-huh. yeah. all, all kinds of things. Whatever we need to work on. Yeah. Right? So I, I, one thing about you know when when we call Jack Rabbit Boxing Academy, mm-hmm. uh, they're there is actually like an academic sort of uh, part of it, okay. this, which I think is much different from other gyms because, I mean, you can have a day, a day with us where you're only working on feigning. Mm. And I can't imagine, another, you know, I, from, in my experience, I've never been to another gym where it's like, hey, we're going to put three hours aside and we're just going to work on feints today. Mm-hmm. And that's something that can happen here. Or we're just going to work on rolling, rolling our heads when you throw punches or mm. measuring you with the front foot and so forth. So. Yeah, he's he's more of that type of guy. Yeah, and also he loves drills. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do do you like watching films on other past fighters or? Um, I used to, but now that I kind of got like my like own style, I guess yeah. you could say. I kind of like study myself really and okay. just see what I need to work on. But yeah. For someone that's never seen your style, how how would you describe it? Uh, I really don't know. What water? would you do? Water? You do? I wasn't going to say that. Yeah, it's water. I wasn't going to say that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. There's a reason I show. Yeah, because my style is like, it's not really like a, like really a style specific style. You can like kind of say it is. Like you can't really say it like I'm a, um, what's, what's the style? Like a, like a boxer or like a brawler or because I do like. You, you got different temperaments. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes okay. uh, when he's working with a, a, a a world champ, 
I said, damn, Ash, you're just going to take the fight, fight right to him? And he said... Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> gotta, gotta, I got to put the fear in them sometimes. <laughs> exactly. you know, I got to let him know I'm here. You got to let him know he's there. So when, when, and that's the thing with, with watching Ash yourself. When I, when I think about a fighter that's fluid and, and water, mm-hmm. his temperament, sometimes he's going to take the fight to him and then and he might evolve the rounds and then he's just making yeah. a miss and kind of yeah. making him flustered and silly. And then he gets back to boxing. He could be all kinds of different things. That's what really makes him. I got a question for you. What do you think my style is? Your style? Yeah. It's very, you definitely don't like it. Like, you're in and out. You don't, you like letting your your shots go and not getting hit. So it's like, I don't like, you're not like brawling. You don't like getting touched. That's like, it's very smart, very technical. So. I would say. Oh, we got a curfew going on now. Yeah, oh. curfew at 4 o'clock today. Is it 4 now? I thought they said 1. Yeah. It says curfew 1 p.m. in business districts. Oh, wow. Citywide, 4 p.m. Yeah. It's a 4 p.m.? We're okay. Yeah. Wow. I feel safe here with that. <laughs> yeah, you know what told me a lot was when um, he was describing the basketball players that he liked. Because it looked like he liked the, the, the mental, methodical guys, but at the same time, kind of flashy, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. he said Westbrook, which... Makes yeah. a lot of sense. Yeah. yeah, I would say a boxer, boxer puncher. There's some, there's some style that are just boxers, right? They just, yeah, very technical. Uh-huh. And there's some that are just punchers, and they got a little bit more power. I think you're like the boxer puncher, but I've always liked that style. Yeah, yeah. he does not get hit. He can yeah. uh, when he smells blood in the water. It's hard for him not to uh, be a shark. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so. Okay. All right, I'll, we, let's I'll, send I'll, some shout outs here. Okay. Let me interrupt you real quick, Chris, uh, because we have uh, Sean Fitzgerald from Just Boxing. He says Ashton was one of my first interviews. Super grateful. So he hey, says, shout hey, okay. out to H2O. Mm-hmm. Hey. Uh, shout out to you, Sean. Thank you for joining us. Um, oh, go ahead, Chris. Yeah, yeah. I was going to ask you, Um, there's a, there's maybe two fighters that are very high on people's list. Errol Spence, you mentioned before, yeah. and Terrence Crawford. Who do you think wins that fight if, they go, if it goes down? Now, um, I think Terrence Crawford. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because um, like, if you want to like compare styles, I mm. feel like, Terrence Crawford is probably like someone like kind of similar to mine. Okay. He could brawl and he could uh, box and move around. Like mm-hmm. he basically do what he needs to do to win the fight. So switch the stances. Yeah, switch, yeah. yeah. Gives you different looks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How do you keep yourself composed? Because anybody who's doing sports, you know, your adrenaline is rushing oh, yeah, through your yeah. whole body. And so how do you keep yourself composed to say, I'm a, I can brawl for 30 seconds and I'm going to back up maybe a little bit for 30 seconds and try to box? And uh, mentally, like, how do you? Uh, keep yourself composed. Uh, you just gotta kind of get in that zone, like that little mindset that just um, you say, "Fuck it." Right for real. You just gotta get a little mindset in there sometimes, but you still gotta be aware at the same time. You can't be yeah. all the way like thinking you untouchable. Okay. Yeah. So, do you go in there prepared uh, more so? Uh, Telling yourself, oh, I'm going a, I'm to a react based on what the opponent brings? or Yeah, or? Um, yeah most of the time. I kind of, um, like, most of, like, first round, I kind of, like, feel, like, touch around and see, like, test what they got or whatever. Like, if they trying to brawl or if they trying to move around a lot. So, yeah, it's, like, first round is kind of more of, like, a, um, like, what, what would you call it, like? I think it, it, it like, matters sometimes. I, just watching Ashton, sometimes he'll go out, he'll fill out people yeah, that's and see saying. their distance. Yeah. I've heard this term uh, being used for Lomachenko, that he downloads the data. Yeah, he downloads. That's, a, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's, that's an excellent yeah. way to say it, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, then sometimes, like, the second round, they kind of come out different, mm-hmm. uh, depending on what you do the first round. Like, 
So you just gotta like kind of like the first two or first few rounds kind of or couple. It depends on how many rounds you got to uh, do. You just gotta kind of. It's also to say the level that he's at. You know, for Ashton, for the most part, he's not. T- he can't even get a local fight. When he's trying to get a local mm. fight, kids don't want to match up. And this is happening even in the national tournaments. Um, one of the directors from USA Boxing had a conversation with his dad and said that, you know, they were calling. When they were basically saying, well, Ashton's in the division. They are calling about Ashton's in the division. Can my son move up a division or get mm-hmm. out of the division? So, But when he does face other kids um, that are going to fight him in, in these big national tournaments, those are also other kids that are, that are capable of downloading the data yeah. themselves. So, you know, you, we, get, we get some great matches. We had a great bout with a, a guy that was um, – oh, his father will remember the name, but he was a, a Mexican national champion, a junior national champion, mm-hmm. or a, that had went pro the fight after. But um, he, you know, it was incredible to see because of the style matches. And mm-hmm. he came with – you absolutely – he had actually won the best fight um, the weekend prior before at Compton Powell um, okay. as far as be- best fighter of the show. And then he, he said, hey, I want to fight Ashen. I want to fight Ashen. And Ashen fought mm-hmm. him. And um, Ashen absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, you know, of course, destroyed him. I mean, it was like literally, it was, you could hear a pin drop. Yeah. And, uh, but afterwards, it was crazy because I could, I can actually tell that the guy appreciated it. And, mm-hmm. and you know, when he like came over yeah, to you, yeah. he was like, man, you, you, you can fight. Like, yeah, like yeah. And, and, and so, you know, Having guys out there, and, and I know that that young man, I can't remember saying when he goes pro, I expect him to do something in his career and could possibly be a name that we see on TV one day. But also being appreciated by other, other, other young men of his craft that give, are giving him his props, yeah. even when he's coming out, coming out with the W, coming out with a win. So talking about pro, what's the plan for, yeah. for Ashton? Um, do we want that's Olympics? For, do we want pro? That's for down the yeah. I think I think it's so up in the air right now. It's so difficult for Ashton to make a decision just because um, because of what happened with COVID. You know, obviously yeah. we don't have an Olympic year right now in 2020. Mm-hmm. We had to postpone that for 2021. Um, it's another thing. In in, in four years, Ashton's going to be uh, is going to be 20. Does wow. he? Does he? Is he going to want to wait? Um, he's listen. Ashton's been. Nine years, ten years we've been this now. What talking about boxing? Uh, yeah, about eight, eight. Yeah. Ten. So I mean, he's he's. When it's easy for people to say, "Hey, listen, uh, Ashton should wait to go to the Olympics and represent the United yeah. States of America," but it's like it's like he's gone to school to get a PhD, which takes eight years, or if not ten or twelve years of academia, mm-hmm. and you're saying, "Hey, look, I want you to postpone that before you can become a professor." to do a couple more, uh, you know, fellowships or whatever it is, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, he's got a guy that's made an incredible investment since he was younger. Um, that's not to say that, that we're, we're definitely saying no to the Olympics. That's a conversation that him and his father are going to have. That's not my, that's not my decision. And uh, it's, also, it's also difficult, too, because he gets a lot of calls from a lot of important people mm-hmm. that uh, are, are, you know, big, huge names that want to know exactly what he what is he going to do? When is he going to do it? Is he going to do it when he's under 18? Is he going to go to the Olympics? Um, what's he going to debut at? And X, Y, and Z. So yeah. we're well, you excited already, to see it evolve. You already have a pretty good following on there. Yeah. I mean, 100,000, going back to that. Um, yeah. how, how do you try to market yourself on the Internet or just in school or here at the gym? On the Internet, um, it's more kind of like trying to showcase my skills. And um, basically showing what I could do, and I'm the next star. But in school, what you say in school, right? Yeah, in school or just out and about in the city. 
Didn't the people know you're uh, uh honor roll oh, student, too? Uh, <laughs> hey, okay. Yeah, I, I, this I, is I, an I, academy. I, I got I to brag for the kid, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah his, sister's some, some his sister's people. at Berkeley, too. Yeah, oh, nice. Yeah, so yeah. he comes from a, a family that... It's getting getting it done in the classroom as well. They don't yeah. let him train unless he has a three point through these doors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. There's no there's no dummies in the cell. Right? So, you, you got you, you you got to go to the top, right? Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah, we'll get your pops on pretty soon. I don't see him right there. Oh, he's yeah. over there. Uh-huh. Oh, he say he's good. Oh, he's shy. <laughs> no, we'll get him on. We'll he's get him on. He's enjoying the show. I just want to thank you guys for hosting us. Yeah. It's pretty cool. We've yeah. never done our, our live podcast from inside a ring or inside a gym, so yeah. pretty dope. No, yeah, thanks. Uh, listen, we uh, I'm always commenting on you guys' yeah. Instagram. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, uh, yeah. I love that you guys ask the questions that everybody wants to ask that the other podcast won't touch. Yeah. So, uh, you know. That's why it's called Against the Ropes. That's right. You got to yeah. put you against the ropes a little bit. Yeah. Corner you. you yeah, know? yeah, sometimes yeah. I see you guys' questions. I'm, it's hard for me not to chime in. Right. Even if you have something to do with boxing, I don't care yeah. who I offend. Yeah, <laughs> so. that's funny. Yeah. 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 I, I think in the morning we're talking about we're like it's a boxing gym we'll be fine right let's let's go do it let's yeah go. hit him hit him with one of the hard questions Chris yeah, one of the like, hard I'm questions kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no I I'll do a somewhat a somewhat medium question how do you um how do you stay focused because I like we said you have a lot of followers I know where so you're going <laughs> I'm sure you get a lot of attention yeah. from the ladies how do, you, the females. how do you get how do you <laughs> stay focused from that <laughs> he's like the right which answer they, they always look around <laughs> 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 Because uh, <laughs> I was, he's against the ropes. Yeah, <laughs> gotta fight back. I mean, like you know, <laughs> you know, I just really try to like not uh, pay no mind to him, really, because uh, you know, FEMA's always gonna be there, really. Mm-hmm. So if I just kind of try to tell him that I'm focused on boxing or whatever, trying to be successful. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I really pay no mind, but um, you know, sometimes you gotta have a little entertainment. Yeah. <laughs> it's insane because so, we'll, we'll you know, be at the boxing it's tournaments. Like, yeah, it's like and the pretty girls want photos with them. <laughs> yeah, it's like mandatory to. Um, it's like um, it's like school kind of. You know, you gotta. Um, it's like first thing first. Really, you gotta yeah. make sure you do this before you yeah. uh, something else. It's like I want to hang out with you, but I got to finish my yeah, assignment. Yeah, right? basically, yeah, yeah, basically something like that. That so. over there, saying yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got some shout outs here in the comment section. Uh, Billy Trueheart, he's a great, he has a great future. He's very humble. Ask him about Selena Gomez. Oh. It was, <laughs> it was Mark. About her, huh? That was Mark. Ask him about Selena Gomez. Oh, what's going uh, on with that? Yeah. I was, uh, you shot your shot? Or? No, I'm going too soon. It's soon. <laughs> it's soon. It's like when I get the 250K. That's then it. I'll shoot my shot. It's, yeah. out, it's out in the universe. It's, it's been out in the universe. It's not, it's not the first time it's been spoken about either. That's yeah. what's kind of crazy about that question. Yeah, I know you. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> who's to say down the road what 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 unravels? What can happen? True, true. Yeah. true. Right. You know, he got to. Um, I got to check with him first. You know, see. Uh, I got. I got to kind of go around the table where everybody see. You know, yeah, yeah. They see, see what they right, not they right pass one. the test. Yeah, oh, they okay, pass cool. the test. It's uh, difficult these days yeah. because. It's, you know, yeah. What what uh yeah. what um advice do you give them? Because like like we said back then, we didn't have to worry about. You yeah. know, 
people messaging you that much or on the internet, they really yeah, liking all your pictures. They only had to give me no advice. They only had to worry about the girls oh, at school. Yeah, that's it. Exactly. Not the girls yeah, across yeah, the street. He was going to say it already. He's such a good kid. And like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I dude. really believe he's the most, lo- a lot of times, <laughs> I can have a room of 100 people and he's the most logical one in there. And sometimes he'll even give me a look when I'm being irrational. Like, hey, man, you, you sure you want to do that? So, you know, I, I just don't see, not to say that uh, that's dumb shit, but I just don't see him falling for that sort of dumb shit right now. He's got a yeah. big... He knows his career. He's, he's got a big vision that that he's cultivated for himself. And uh, but I mean, it's other times too. I've seen beautiful young girls look at him and say, you know, can I can I get a photo or can you follow me on Instagram? And I'm like, man, I know when I was his age, I would have probably handled it differently yeah. and not gotten anything done. So he's a special he's a special young man. And we kind of have to trust him, right? Because you, right? Like he's on his own. He's like, what is this? did he message her back? Mm. <laughs> no, 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 the girl's good for him. Yeah. Mark says, got him. And he set you up, man. He set you up with that one. C Monday, C Money's boxing says Ashton, and uh, a goat next to that. Okay. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we weren't able to, like I said, uh, promote this as much. You know, mm-hmm. we weren't even sure if it was going to happen. But I'm glad people are tuning in live uh, here on YouTube. Yeah. And for the people that are, you know, seeing you through our channel, where can they follow you guys? You want to throw right. your? Um, you can definitely follow me on Instagram at Ashton Silva H two O S Y O V. Okay. Yeah, you want to follow, follow the, uh, the gym at uh, LB Jack Rabbit Boxing. Yeah. I'm not too hard to find from there. You can find me. <laughs> <laughs> Any message to uh, Selena Gomez? Camera's okay. right there. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to put you on the spot like that, man. She's going to catch up with him eventually anyways. She's on borrowed time. It's <laughs> <laughs> good. Oh, one. man. Any other tough questions, Chris? Any other tough questions? <laughs> Down the road, we'll, we'll send some. Done. But uh, who, are, who are what are the uh, weight classes you guys see him fighting from here to five to ten? Years? You know, it's a, it's, a, it's a, he's growing. So uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's 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 I see him debuting at at one hundred twenty six. Okay. Um, you know, also also not to not I see him d- d- not mirroring Lomachenko. But not being too far off, which is getting himself into to title convention very early. Mm. Um, he's got a huge yeah. pedigree. Yeah. Um, he's worked with a lot of world champions. We've watched the sparring evolve. We're we're going out this week to work with uh, Sean Porter, which okay. is really exciting. Um, and uh, yeah, Showtime. I mean, it, I do want to say this about him. And I do think when I think about the greatest fighters that did it, the alpha males, the alpha males. I think about guys that got multiple divisions. I think about Miguel Cotto, Manny Pacquiao, Floyd, uh, Oscar De La Hoya, you know, guys that really, you know, put it down. I could see this guy getting five divisions. He's got an incredible craft. He's got an incredible skill set. And uh, one day we could see him at, you know, debuting at 126. And uh, I couldn't, you know, it's not too far-fetched to see it. One day that he wouldn't be a champion at 154. Um, and he's also growing. I mean, every time yeah. I see him, he's getting taller and bigger. So, yeah. You're, oh, you're 16, a few years removed from your pro, your pro debut. Do you think about that? Do you dream about that? Like, man, how's it going to be when I make my debut? Yeah, I was uh, thinking about because uh, I want to entertain everybody. Yeah. And I always wanted to put on a show for a lot of people. So, yes, yeah, every day I kind of, like, kind of imagine or think about what I'll do. Yeah. Do, you, do you have anything planned for, like, your ring entrance? Yeah. Any song? Particular? Music? <laughs> when, um, Outfits? I'm going to put on a TikTok show. A TikTok? <laughs> 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 okay. Any, do you have any outfits? Any, any? I know people are taking notes right now. 
Yeah, I see. Yeah, he doesn't out. want to put his outfit because he wants nobody else to steal yeah, it. Yeah, he already took too much. With the TikTok. Yeah, <laughs> but he does have. I will tell you what he has in store. Nobody else has done, and that's kind of exciting. Mm-hmm, yeah, so, because yeah. we talk a lot about that, how that's part of marketing your ring entrance, your music. Mm-hmm. You know how you connect it to your brand. Right. You know you A two O like man, yeah. I don't know, yeah. something with like. I, I think that that's like the difference between let's say you're at a show and you're you're that fight at five p.m. because you're on the undercard and you're three and zero. That's the difference of somebody staying on their seats or saying, I'm going to go get a drink. I'm going to go get some popcorn. I'm gonna, I'll be back. Yeah. You know? so think about like someone that's fighting at 3 p.m. You should at least yeah, yeah, do yeah. something where yeah. your ring entrance is, is... I don't think he got to worry about fighting at 3 p.m. Yeah, yeah no, definitely from not. The, <laughs> yeah. From the phone calls that we're getting... Yeah, To be honest, sometimes I, uh, the conversations that his father and I and, and who we're having them with on the phone, and I'm yeah. just blown away. So I think yeah. he's... I think he's he's safe from 3 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know what's crazy? Even like the undercards, a lot of people don't even tune into. If you go to a yeah. show in oh, Vegas, they show up yeah. at 9:30 p.m. Yeah. just for the for the main bout. Yeah. It's crazy. It's it, what well, you guys have mentioned Ryan Garcia before, and I think it's absolutely incredible. Right, Ryan Garcia did it on yeah. Valentine's Day at the Honda Center, mm-hmm. um, main eventing it, uh, selling it out. Um, you know. Oh, I can't remember who you put. Was it Carla? Who did you face? Uh, Fonseca. Fonseca. Yeah. Thank you, Fonseca. Francisco Fonseca. Yeah, Fonseca, yeah. Fonseca not being an A sider, you know, yeah. just being, being for the most part a B side opponent. There's nothing against Fonseca, but just talking about his overall popularity and yeah. his, his visibility in the boxing community, mm-hmm. and able to do something like that, and uh, looking at a, at a guy that's very young in his career, and it's also exciting to see. I mean. He's breaking down doors for us um, and, and saying, hey, listen, it, maybe it's not within a reason that this guy isn't selling out stadiums like the Honda Center um, in his first five fights. So, um, and, and, and trying to take it to the next level. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we're, we're excited. It's a great time to be yeah. a boss. Yeah, and he's also setting blueprints as far mm-hmm. as the followers. You mentioned that so many times on here. That's very important. Yeah. I'm yeah. pretty sure promoters are looking at that when mm-hmm. they see Ashton, 100,000 on here, yeah. 100,000 there. And then Ryan as well, I think he's starting to – to promote his YouTube channel. He's starting yeah. vlogs and things like that. Mm-hmm. They're getting a good amount of attention. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think he's setting a blueprint for, for all the young fighters as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I think before, the thing that would catapult before, it was like the, the Olympics, right? The gold medal or yeah. going far. Like now it's like... That's how to amateur, right? Yes. That's what everybody was looking for. Yeah, the Sugar Ray, Leonard, Oscar de la Hoyas, and that's like now it's like... It's hard too, you know, with yeah. Aiba. Aiba has a... Uh, not to... Not to, to be unfair, but Aiba, Aiba's pretty much been in habit and been in ritual of, yeah. of stealing people's medals. Um, you know, I mean, yeah. Floyd Mayweather comes to mind, Roy Jones Jr. comes to mind. Yeah. These are guys that got, that, that got stripped of their gold. Yeah. Um, you know, so even even fights that, that might have been close where someone didn't get the nod, and I'm you know, not going to call out um, specific fights, but I thought yeah. the Earl fight was like perhaps a little... Uh, uh, when Earl fought in the Olympics. Um, okay. So, but when, I, when, you have, when you have these guys in that point in the career when they're in the Olympics... And they're looking to to get the gold medal. Uh, a lot of times, they're facing this 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 the shadow figure, yeah. which is the system this itself. Is, that's not really yeah. rewarding rewarding the best the, boxers with yeah. the yeah. best professional style. Yeah. And they're kind of you know they're kind of rewarding touch and go. And, and I, I hate to use this because it's so um, it it sounds out of pocket, which is say mm. patty cake sort of boxing, mm. right? Yeah. But. The amateur boxing is, is kind of like that. So even if he goes to the Olympics, um, which, you know, the system sometimes feels rigged to give the kids the gold. Mm-hmm. And, and in some ways, I'm happy to say that that might be sort of, we might be on a precipice where we're looking at that as being archaic, which is mm-hmm. you don't no longer need to go get that gold medal yeah. to be the, the future of boxing. And, and sure. you know, 
because yeah. man, they, they they sure like to steal them from the kids. They yeah. sure like to steal them ballots on yeah. the on the world stage. So yeah, and let me ask you another question here from the comment section from Billy. It says, outside of yourself, do you see or have any competition that will push you past your limits? Who can possibly beat you? Um, what is he, like, anybody he told Yeah, about? anybody. anybody. Um, probably most likely, like, someone that's looking up to me or um, mm. kind of, like, following my path, you know, like, it's like a Michael Jordan, Kobe thing. Mm. It's yeah. a good, very that's, good way to put it. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's a good one. Yeah. Good question, Lily. <laughs> Billy. <laughs> And I was just want to say that's an incredible answer. <laughs> that was a good one, yeah. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. yeah that's the thing, right? Because you're, you're looking at the guys that are already there. You're like, oh, I can get them. Yeah, yeah. But you're like, you don't know yeah, who's coming right behind yeah, you, man. Yeah, who's it's working just as harder. Yeah. Yeah. You take pride in that, like, yeah, I got to work hard. Yeah, that's motivation right there. Yeah. Yeah. How, do, you, do you like training or is it is it more like I got to do it? Like it's, because I know I, I've heard it's, from certain fighters, like, some yeah, of them love yeah, it, some of them hate yeah, it, but yeah. they do it because they know it's going to get me to beat that guy that loves it. It's it's kind of both. Like, um, some days I have my, like, motivation to do it, and some days I'm kind of, like, burnt out. Mm-hmm. Some, but, like, when I'm burnt out, I still know it's, like, kind of mandatory just to um, be a great or be one of the top people. So it's kind of both. It plays its role sometimes. Where do you look for for that motivation? Because you mentioned Michael Jordan and Kobe. Where else, uh, or who else, do you look for to to motivate yourself? Whether it be sports or music or anybody on TV or maybe somebody around the gym. Um, I'm not even sure about that. <laughs> um, probably like Russell Westbrook. <laughs> yeah, it's more of a um, people that set examples for. Um, are like a role model that's like more of a positive type of people because yeah, um you know i'm it's probably not gonna happen maybe but like i'm trying to be like um loved around the whole world like i'm trying to be like a worldwide name and um yeah i'm like a michael jackson type of thing and yeah. all them. what do your friends tell you or like the ones around you do they go like man like what, what what kind of things are they, they not forget all? about is that yeah. shit? Yeah, 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 yeah. They tag me. They say that a lot. And they um they kind of like um what's the word I'm looking for? Like supporting, like um like making sure I'm on track still. Yeah, so like um like even if they doing like something that they know they shouldn't do, mm-hmm. and they they be telling me like you can't do it, like um you got like a future and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Even though I, I be thinking like. Don't you try to strive for your own future too? But you know, yeah, they kind of like look out for me. Yeah, that's, that's the, a good friend. Yeah. yeah, that's the right type of people to have around you because yeah. you see guys like uh, Andy Reese, right? Mm-hmm. After his championship victory, he was, you know, posting pictures with his friends. And, yeah, I don't know, partying, drinking, whatever You're he was doing. His friends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah the right friend would tell you like, "Hey, man, yeah. let me take yeah. let me take this beer for you. Let me drink it for you. You go train." Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That's the type of friends I have. Like, yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, Andy oh, had cool. an incredible opportunity. Uh, let it slip between his, his fingers. Yeah. Now, if I remember correctly, you said he he was not going to win the championship again, right? I don't think he, he's going to win the championship. He joined the Canelo anymore. team now. They did it also. And I mean, I'm I'm yeah. excited about him working with the Reynosos. Yeah. Um, just because I look I look up to the Reynosos as a, as a trainer. I think that Canelo is one of the top five uh, pound for pound, if not in the top three or top two. Um, mm-hmm. He's an incredible fighter. He's got an incredible craft. You know everything about him, disciplined and. His, yeah. The trajectory of his career. He's also another guy that has multiple weight di- divisions. 
You know, I, I get really when he started adamant. early. Yeah, too, really early. adamant about people that are to me disrespectful of a guy that that is you know God like 54, 60, 68, all the way to to light heavy. Yep. Um, and I think he might even had a, a, a title at, at forty seven. I'm not sure if it was interim or whatever, mm-hmm. but still, you're talking about a hell of a path. Um, so I get excited that Andy's working with that kind of with with Reynosis. However, when when you have someone like Andy that didn't that that dropped the ball and you know didn't to be honest, I dropped the ball for Latinos, right? Ooh, Just okay. because hey, yeah, it's you know, true. Yeah. I was excited. Uh, my 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 grandmother is Mexican. I was excited yeah. to have the first Mexican heavyweight yeah. champion of the world, and and you know I was, wanted him to make some noise mm. and to basically to 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 not show up and not train. Yeah. I mean that's a it's a big. Um, it's a big one to, to sort of swallow. Yeah. And uh, I hope he proves me wrong. You know, I yeah. want him to. Mm-hmm. I, I'd love to see that guy go get the title again and uh, make me a believer. Yeah. But at this point, uh, I don't. I don't believe. I don't so. see it either. Yeah, <laughs> we're. I think we're on the same boat. Where I, he's yeah. gonna get. I think he'll improve. I just. I'm not sure yeah. if those guys are really gonna let it go this time. Because Tyson yeah. Fury's at a different level now. He yeah. just came back from that big depression. Joshua, you know. He was on the low, and he came back, and he's. I guess their mentality levels felt different level. Will Andy get better with the with Tinguinello? Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure if it's gonna good be good enough no. to get a title. Yes. Yeah. What do you think is the number one uh, heavyweight right now, Ashton? Uh, I own it. I have to say, um, Mike Tyson. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you tell me. Yeah. Oh, you tell me. Oh, no, 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 right now. It's right now. Tyson Fury. Yeah, man, but like you know, I was rooting for Deontay Wilder, but yeah, Tyson. I mean, yeah, since he beat him, he so got I gotta, whipped. I gotta go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he got beat up bad. You yeah. want to see that rematch? Yeah. yeah, yeah. You think you think Wilder can get him? Yeah. I believe in him. Yeah, I, him. <laughs> I, I don't know. You know, uh, Tyson Fury does a something like like him, which is he he gives you different temperaments. Yeah. So he comes in. The first fight is is kind of a slickster yeah. and uh, you know feigning and 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 then. Yeah. The last fight, I mean, it was absolutely physical. I mean, not not to not he more or less assaulted Deontay Wilder. <laughs> yeah. So, um, <laughs> you know, uh, when you have a guy that can that can change temperaments and be different things in, in the mm-hmm. ring that has a, a polarity to him, you know, who who are you pre- what Tyson Fury are you preparing for? Yeah. What Ashton Silver are you gonna be preparing for? Yeah. <laughs> you know, so the, yeah. the great ones could do a lot of different things. So. Yeah. When we talk about the greats, you mentioned Floyd in, in the beginning. What are some aspects of his game that you feel like you take from him and that you want to incorporate in your own own style? Um, setting things up. Um, like how to – not getting hit, really. That's the main part. But a lot of – like setting different looks up. Like um, basically controlling the fight. Making them do really what he wants to do. Mm-hmm. So I remember when I was – was uh, like eight years old. Um, mm-hmm. I was out there for one of his camps. I forgot what camp it was, but I remember. Um, I don't know. I don't know why I wasn't like looking. But I wasn't really paying attention to him sparring. Mm-hmm. And then, like he like called me like while he was in the ring, and he was like, um, he was like, did you see that? And I was like, no. Like he was basically like <laughs> talking to me in the ring, and he was like, I'm gonna do to, uh, do it for you again. Mm-hmm. They like jabbed him in the body again, and I'm like. Uh, he was like, you want me to do it again? And he did it again. So I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's what I like, that he can do what he wants. Yeah. Some fighters like to talk in the ring. Are you the type to talk in the ring? Or? Nah, not really. Do they, talk, really talk in the ring. do they talk back to you? Uh, I rarely talk in the ring. Like, I haven't heard yeah. him talk back to you. Nobody's, oh, yeah, no, I already talk back to you. They don't have a chance, huh? <laughs> yeah. 
Okay. I seen him get frustrated. Uh, I, seen all, I seen all kinds of things. I, you know, I seen grown grown men in their in their in their mid twenties try to tackle a thirteen year old uh, okay. that that fought Canelo. So you know, uh, not to know uh, his, not to know his <laughs> name at thirteen though. Uh, so, yeah, we've heard stories like that too of guys who who lay older veterans out. Right? Of course, yeah. you don't hear about it because it's kind of like a gentleman thing. You don't really want to be bragging about mm. it, but people have showed those videos and stuff like behind the scenes. Uh, <laughs> I think it's difficult too as being a pro because you, you know, you come in, you're working with them. I can only imagine. You say, oh, "I'm going to work with the young man." Yeah, yeah. And okay. then the young man is the young man is. You get, you, he, they can feel the young man's attentions, and then all of a sudden they're getting touched up, so they're being put in positions to fight. Yeah. And then he's whooping their ass and they're trying to fight back. So uh, it's yeah. a it's a it's a it's it's a hard one. So yeah. Um, you know, I think uh, when we had Shane Mosley on our show, he told us about the time uh, when him and Oscar were, were on the Olympic team and Pepper Riley, um, how they were sparring Julio Cesar Chavez. Oh yeah, in yeah, Huntington yeah. Park. Yeah, there's, there's footage of it on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. And Mosley was ta- he was talking about how Oscar came in energetic and you know Julio Cesar more relaxed, and then Oscar tried to try to jab him up a little bit and yeah, you got dropped with that liver yeah. shot, right? Uh, yeah. yeah, Chavez had to put it on him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then I was like, dang, I'm next. Timing is everything, too, because I think if Oscar would have gotten Chavez earlier, uh, he would have lost. Yeah. But uh, Oscar matured his career and learned how to make better decisions, and Chavez was coming in the twilight of his career, and and he was successful. One question that Gio posed on our show was if if Oscar had won that Tito fight, do you think it would have set him up to be one of the greats? If he would have won Tito, if he would have beat Tito mostly... And like, Floyd, because okay, there's did, an argument that... He did beat Tito Trinidad. Yeah, I think so, too. I, think so. I, I don't think yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. D- yeah. DK was involved, Don King. Yeah. Um, no, he beat Tito Trinidad. Um, and and, and if, it, if he beats Mosley, which those are pretty close. Yeah. A lot of people thought the Floyd fight was It's hard, too. Look, we know Shane. I, I, I actually know Shane and his son, and I, they're great people. But, you know, uh, Shane was wrapped up in Balco. So, to me, yeah. uh, you know... That was Victor Conte in the, in the Bay Area Laboratory. Uh, I forget what the CEO, but basically performance anti drugs. It was, he admitted uh, to it, right? Yeah, he admitted yeah. to it. Well, we, he had to work he, with. He didn't admit to it. He said that he was given the stuff that he oh, okay, right. Okay. But I'm just talking about tarnishing a man's legacies. I like I could look at the Shane Mosley fight and and look at and look at Oscar. And it's hard for me to be critical of Oscar. Um, and I'm a Shane Mosley fan. I love Shane Mosley. Like I literally, I mean the way that he his stutter step and all that stuff, but. When your opponent, when when you find out your opponent was on performance enhancing drugs, yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hold that loss against them. And and the Floyd fight was incredibly close too. Yeah. Um, I thought Floyd won the fight. I, if to me watching the fight, I only thought that Floyd won the fight by two rounds. Is a highly competitive fight. Like um, yeah. Uh, so, you know, Oscar is absolutely one of the best of our generation to do it. Um, and and uh, of his era, and uh, he's 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 he's. You know, one of the baddest motherfuckers to put gloves on. So it's hard for me. But yeah, his legacy, obviously, if he would have got the the mostly the mostly wins, and he was, I hate to mention the Tito win against him. And yeah. Floyd, you know, he just when when Ashton talks about Floyd, he's just such a cerebral guy. He thinks thinks everything through. So, yeah. would you ever rock a sombrero like like Floyd? <laughs> oh. um, I, I probably would. I probably would. Yeah. yeah. You know a little bit of Spanish. I took Spanish class in eighth grade, but 
My teacher was terrible, so. Imagine you approach Selena Gomez in Spanish. It's a wrap. Let me ask you this, too, because Oscar gets a lot of hate and... I think it's kind of like a trickle effect. Goes down to Canelo and Ryan, right? He gets a lot boys. of yeah. They get a lot of uh, a lot of that hate. Um, how do you deal with that? Or I don't know if you received any hate yet, but how do you or how would you deal with uh, negative comments, uh, especially living in the social media era? I I really don't really care. Like um, like I said, uh, like when I said I'd be, like, kind of studying what other people do and how they handle certain situations, especially in, like, social media and stuff. But, like, um, when I see, like, negative comments or whatever, I just uh, don't mind it because it's more positive out there that I see. So it's just, like, um, scroll past it or just look over it or whatever. But it's kind of, like, motivation, too. Like, kind of, like, like, I'd be wanting to say something, but I'd rather have my actions and um, my skill set show. Um, what proves them wrong or whatever. Definitely. Yeah, and I don't think it's that serious even. Like, yeah. That's, most people on there, like, if you if you meet them, they'll probably try to take a picture with yeah, you. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're so just I, doing it for the attention. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, We've that's actually mind it. called kids out. <laughs> so I said, yeah, well, they you, do. They, I said, well, okay, well, let's make the match happen. Ooh. So, you know, if you don't think much of them, let's make the match happen. And, um, you know, it sort of falls apart after that. But but I think with it, when you, the names you met, Canelo... Uh, okay. Garcia, Oscar, you know, uh, you know something about being a good-looking kid and being able to do it all. Yeah, being a good-looking kid and being able to whoop somebody's ass, and uh, <laughs> you know, gr- girls, girls want to take photos with you. Guys, probably they're wanna, girls. Yeah, 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 <laughs> they're you know, it's, it's going to invite a certain kind of a certain kind of energy, but but uh, you know, he does well with it. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're about an hour and five minutes in. Um, Let's do some a couple more questions and then, then we'll say bye to the people here joining us. Uh, uh, somebody's asking who's your favorite fighter. Would you say Floyd? Yeah, or, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Floyd Mayweather Jr. Watching, yeah. yeah. Well, what's the first fight that you remember from Floyd? Floyd. I think it was um, I, it was either the, the Haddon fight or the mm-hmm. Shane Mosley fight. Okay. Yeah, yeah. it was like kind of like in the middle of his career, kind of. Yeah. yeah. Mosley was 2010. So around there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's a good time to bring your dad in. Yeah. Hi. And ask. We can ask him some. Hop in, bro. <laughs> thank you for got. Thank, thank you for having me. Yeah, Trevor. Yeah. We'll let thank you me. say your goodbyes. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And all that good stuff. Yeah. Once again, thank you guys yeah, for yeah, joining we, us live. We're live yeah, on YouTube. Uh, <laughs> we're about to get out of here in about 10, 15 minutes, maybe. And we have uh, Ashton's father here joining us in the building he was a little busy over the training watching the show actually as well right yes yeah, so <laughs> welcoming his father head trainer mr ivan welcome to the show welcome, man. welcome so how's it going it's going it's going yeah we it's see going. you busy out there training people of all ages right yes. men women and everything yes. yeah so let's talk about a little bit about what you do uh, around here well i'm not I don't do nothing to train. Nah. <laughs> I try to, um, you know, I try to keep the community close. You know, this is a, um, a gang field neighborhood. Yeah. So I try to keep at least this this block right here um, a safe haven, you know, for everyone to come here, you know, Mexicans to blacks, you know, different mm-hmm. sets. When they come to this block, yeah. on this block, yeah. all that stops. You yeah. know, they don't mention it. They don't. 
they they know all that stuff. And that's just out of respect of the gym and what we do. We try to keep that. Yeah. You know, it, it took energy. it took a minute for them to understand, mm -hmm. but now they understand. Here, all of that is out the window. Yeah, yeah it's definitely a place so with a lot of history. Place with a lot of history. Yeah, let me ask you a question from here. Somebody says, would you spar your fans if they wanted to? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't mind. Yeah, it's, 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 it's whatever. No, they just got to sign something, then we good. <laughs> yeah, they get hurt. Man. Uh, but yeah, um, we were talking about Ashton before the show a little bit about his relation with uh, Snoop who's a legend around this this neighborhood, around yeah, this area. Uh, you guys want to talk about that a little bit? Well, um, I think Snoop took a liking to Ashton when he was very young. Very young. How old were you when he came in the gym? Probably like eight. Yeah, probably. Like that. Yeah. Took a liking to him. Always checks up on him. You know, here and there, hits me up. You know, always checks up on Ashton, want me to send him videos and pictures mm -hmm. and things. So... How does Whenever he come around, he always stops in the gym. Yeah. How does that feel for you? Because, like we said, Snoop is a legend, right? A lot of people would want to be around Snoop, and for him to, in a way, endorse your son like that, how does that make you feel? It may, it actually makes me feel good. It makes me feel good that I raised a, a, a good kid, you know. Um, I think I'm hoping one day he's on Snoop level so he can influence a, yeah. a, a ton of kids and adults in the right way. Yeah, because he's doing a lot of great things with his football league here, and yeah, things yeah. have definitely, I would say, changed a little bit in Long Beach. I don't know, were yeah. you born and raised in Long Beach? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, what do you think are the main differences now? Because I think the violence has gone down a little bit. From, I think kids now... Yeah, uh, I know girl, I hear, I yeah. think I heard, I heard something about, um, I think it's propaganda. You know, I heard something about the violence is up in Long Beach, but to me, yeah. being here on the east side yeah. every day, at least five to six days a week, 12 hours a day, you know, I don't see it. Yeah. I don't see what they're talking about, you know. Mm -hmm. So when the media puts that out there, you yeah. know, that's not something I see. I don't yeah. hear sirens off, yeah. you know, about seven years ago, it was yeah. going down over here. Yeah. But now I don't really, I don't really see it. Yeah. I don't really see it. It's yeah. more of a homeless uh, thing now. Yeah. It's a problem so. with the homeless. I yeah, so. I grew up playing soccer here at MLK Park, okay. and um, it, it was pretty bad. I mean, uh, like, for example, we weren't allowed to go to the restrooms because a lot of illegal activity would be going down yeah, in the restrooms, right? Okay, yeah. But I see now that kids kind of, they're growing up in this, these communities with a different mindset, right? They have people to look up to now, right? Like I said, Snoop is a legend worldwide. No, so I, I think it's definitely changed for the better, right? Okay. And then the next generation, like Ashton, Think it's only going to uh, keep improving everything in communities like these. Yeah. I was I was talking to Ashton earlier how we didn't grow up with social media with that you know with the only people that followed us were friends and school people yeah, and that's yeah, it. Yeah. And I asked him how does he feel knowing that he's got a hundred k people following him looking up to him you know kids you know from different ages like how do you feel person like as a, as his dad knowing that he's got that platform? You know. Um... <laughs> Like I said, same thing with Stuart. I'm I'm happy. I, I kind of foreseen it because he was a different kid growing up. I think I told him younger that he's gonna be special. He's gonna be special. He has to watch what he does because a lot of people look at when he was at a young age. A lot of people look at him, watching and look up to him. So it makes me feel good that you know what I've seen. My dreams is coming to fruition. You know, um, he's a good young man. 
a lot of kids look up to him. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, it makes me feel good. It makes okay. me feel proud as a father. Yeah. Did yeah. you did you always want him to box as a kid, or did you? I want didn't him? really. You know, it was whatever he wanted to do, and what happened was. Boxing, it seemed like I always say boxing chose him because he's good in basketball, he's good in football, he plays soccer, he's good yeah, in soccer. Okay. <laughs> you know, he's a he's a good athlete. And um I just taught him how to play basketball. I mean football, just did little different drills when he was younger, taught him how to box when he was younger. We came to the gym and it was more like um everybody in the gym was wild at his skills. Okay. And then um his uncle which is my um, brother-in-law, was is like a son to me, he kind of co coerced him to get in the boxing. Yeah. It was his ideal to, um, okay. <laughs> it was his <laughs> ideal to um, get in boxing. He just dragged Ashton in. Yeah. He came yeah. over, he said, hey, Ivan, um, me and Ashton want to box. Yeah. <laughs> it was like seven years old. Yeah. He just went with the program. Okay. But once he boxed, it seemed like, like I said, he's good. He's outstanding in every sport. Yeah. It just seemed like the boxing community and everybody just grabbed him and sucked him in mm -hmm. and you know embraced him and all and just pushed him and pushed him forward so it seemed like boxing chose him yeah. you know rather than he chose chose boxing but um yeah it wasn't my dream for him to box but here we are yeah. i see you smiling a lot when you talk about his his boxing yeah and i we interviewed uh fathers and, and, and sons and i i see you very happy like you do, how much belief do you have in, in, in ash i have all the belief in the world i have all the belief in the world he sometimes surprises me, okay. you know, um, just because he's so quiet. He's okay. even quiet with me at times. <laughs> but when he start, when he does start talking or does open up about things, I'm like, he have more knowledge. I know he have a ton of knowledge yeah. in boxing, but he have even more knowledge than I knew. And it, it makes me proud. It makes yeah. me proud that all the little things that I told him and little things that he was doing, he actually took it, grasped it. He didn't say too much, but now I see it. Okay. You know, so it, so I smile when I talk about it. It, make, yeah. it makes me feel good. Okay. Let me ask you, let me ask you this: Do you uh, do you ever worry about your son, especially with uh, a lot of things that uh, have been going on lately and have been going on for a long time? Yes, I, I mean I worry about him a lot. Good thing is, I mean it seems like everywhere I go, he goes, or he's just like a. He like to stay in the house, yeah. you know. I know it's gonna get times where he want to go out, hang with his friends, and things like that, you know. And I definitely do worry about him because, you know, uh, I was younger, I was his age, I got harassed by the police. You know, I thought it was a game at first. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I heard my older brothers and I heard everybody else saying, you know, oh, the police this and you know NWA. I grew up a little bit after NWA, okay. and I heard them fuck the police and all of this. Mm -hmm. And I and I was I, think I was like 12 or 13 coming up, and I was thinking that. It must be. It must be a joke. They yeah. just blowing smoke yeah. until it happened to me. You know, mm -hmm. I was. I think the first time the police actually harassed me, I was going to my next door's neighbor's house. Yeah. I didn't know they were. They were over there for whatever reason. I was just going to knock on his door. Mm -hmm. I think I was 14 at the time. I was just going to knock on his door see if he wanted to go play basketball. Mm -hmm. I go there. They draw down with a gun in my face. Wow. Get out of here. I'm just here to get the fuck. So and then after that, like little stuff. You know, just being racially profiled, being a young, um, I'm a young black man. But I also, I also chalked it up to, um, I understand when I, when I grew up, I look back on, on it wasn't how I act. Mm -hmm. Is, and I'm not saying nothing wrong with it, but it was the way I dressed. You know, I, I dressed urban like everybody else. So they just, 
I just fell in line with everybody else. You know, I had the baggy clothes and I wasn't that type of kid, you know, but I was just, you know, dressing with everybody else. So they singled me out just like everybody yeah. else. So, you know, it's hard for, you know, minorities. Yeah. Hispanics, blacks, you know, we, we get pointed and singled out all the time. So, yes, I do worry about it. Yeah. And then what do you think about the, uh, the looting and rioting going on in our city? Oh, man, it, it, it's, that's hard. I mean, I'm not, I don't condone the looting. I don't condone the looting. I don't condone the rioting. But at one point, you know, when Kaepernick took a knee mm-hmm. and was being peaceful, mm-hmm. it was a problem with that. Yeah. You know, he lost his career because he was peacefully protesting. And uh, Donald Trump had something to say about all the NFL players and everybody else that peacefully protested. Yeah. Just took a knee. Mm-hmm. Took a knee during the American uh, flag. Took a knee. Yeah. And it wasn't nothing against the, the flag. flag yeah. It was against what's going on now. Yeah. Police brutality. You know, and it was very peaceful. It's just a need during a, just to bring awareness. And that was swept under the rug. Mm. That was turned into something else. else. So I, I'm not, I don't condone it, but I understand. It's yeah. time for action now. Yeah. You know, we tried to be peaceful. Mm-hmm. That was swept under the rug. Now, now we knocking on the door. Now, we was knocking on the door. Now we kicking it in. You know, yeah. you're going to hear us. Mm-hmm. You know, but I think it. I think it's three groups of people. I think it's the protesters. You know, yeah. Some of the protesters. You know, getting riled up and they mm-hmm. burning stuff down. Mm-hmm. I think it's some some people that that just taking advantage of the situation mm-hmm. that don't have anything to do with um, with trying to protest with the killing of um, George Ford. They just opportunists. So yeah. it's an opportunity to come up. So they're looping and coming up. And then I think it's another group that just want to make the minorities, especially blacks, look wrong. So they're out there covered up doing yeah, stuff with the hammers and spray yeah. cans so it's, it's it's three three groups of people yeah. I, i'm with the protest mm-hmm. i'm with the protest i'm not with the the guys the that's that, that that's looting to come up yeah you know i'm not with the you know, of course the opposite end that's making blacks and hispanics and whoever else look bad i'm with the protesters yeah. and i'm with whatever you know whatever it takes to get a change not mm-hmm. just our voice heard. Because I've always have been hurt before, but a change. Yeah. You know, so I'm with that. Yeah, Trevor was uh, talking earlier about some of the things that couldn't that the uh, that community expects. One of them is for the uh, the cops to be served justice like quickly, swiftly, and not have this, you know, get a slap on the wrist or for this to go like no, we want to see it like for them to get justice right away. What other things need to happen for? For for this for the for racism to to be really, I think know. racism isn't isn't gonna go anywhere. I think it'll die down, mm-hmm. you know. And I think um, through the years and years, it's embedded, you know. Mm-hmm. I think um, certain people some people have some form of racism, so I don't think that totally goes. Yeah. And you know, I don't. It's not like I mind if someone mm-hmm. is racist. I wish they they're not. Yeah. But you can feel how you feel, and I never tell people your feelings is wrong. Mm-hmm how you feel but your actions is wrong you know you don't have to like me you know yeah. but you can respect me yeah. you know so saying that is saying that I think that the authorities need to handle everybody with more respect and dignity yeah. just treat them with respect and dignity mm-hmm. and at the end of the day they gotta understand that's their job their job is to protect and serve the community yeah. so their job they're the professionals mm-hmm. don't worry about us being professional you know they're the professionals, and so they should be able to withstand or bite their tongue or de-escalate the situation. Sometimes you have to go to 
restraints and things like that. But most of the time, most of the situation that I've seen, you don't have to do that. You know, you don't have to do that. You can let the God, God live to another day. You can do it. So I think that, you know, just how they treat people, even the officers around here, I have a great relationship with. Yeah. And when, when we talk and go back and forth, I'm always talking about, you know, you guys need to build a rapport with me. Yeah, I was going to say that. You know, yeah. we don't just need to see you when 911 is called. Yeah, yeah. Or when, see you every time we see because it's a problem there. Because yeah, yeah. now every time we see you, you know, our hearts start beating. Yeah. It's like, we, it's associated with something I negative. Know that, yeah. I know the officers around here. Mm -hmm. And just because of what I went through when I was younger, they come in the gym sometime, working with someone. They just come to the gym, say hi, or just come to the gym and, and let me know, hey, Ivan, something is going on around the block. Keep the doors closed. And, but when I see them, because of the interaction I had when I was younger, yeah. I turn around, I see the uniform. Ivan did, and my heart started yeah, racing all of a sudden until yeah. I'm like, Ivan, calm down, you know? Yeah. And it's for nothing. That's because of my interactions growing up. And I know these yeah. guys. So I think they need to just build a better rapport. I think so. Build a rapport with the community. Just stop by. Stop by the store. Stop by. Have a small conversation yeah. with guys. You know, that'll build a better rapport. And that'll help you de-escalate the situation when you do see them. You know, now you got this gangster. You got this thug that they done called the police on. Yeah. You know him yeah. somewhat personally. So when you show up to the scene, you're like, hey, Jeff, like, yeah. you know, then he'll respond. But. He's not going to respond because he's already angry. It could be domestic violence. It could be a fight. Mm -hmm. You know, he's already angry. And then with that badge on you yeah. coming at it, he don't know you. Now his anger is shifted towards you. Yeah. Now, if you build the rapport, it'll be easier to say, hey, Jeff, calm down. Like, what's going on? Then he's like, oh, man, you know, such and such is tripping. And you get that rapport. You can mm -hmm. de-escalate. And then whatever he did, dang, well, you know, you got to go down tonight yeah. because you don't bust these windows. You'll get, I, I believe, You'll get more across, better community, yeah. less violence against the police, and, and it's gonna take a while. It's yeah. gonna take a lot of while to bridge that gap, but I think that gap needs to be bridged just by building a rapport. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think, yeah, yeah like you said, it's gonna be time spent together yeah. for people from different races to see, like, you know what, we have more in common than, because most of the times, most of these interactions, especially with like these white police officers, they're only seeing, you know, in bad situations, mm -hmm. you know, it's only when they're apprehending or when it's something bad, it's like, and it's... Yeah, and, yeah and, on and their side, it's, their it's side. only something bad. So every time they see the community, they just it's always when yeah. they call it out. It's yeah. not they sitting there, they know their everyday struggle and they talk yeah. to them. You approach a person different when you know them, when you, when know, you know a little bit about them, you know, yeah. opposed to now I'm, I'm just approaching him the same way because this other, other asshole was like this, you know, yeah. he looks like him. You know, so I believe they need to build a better rapport with the community. Yeah. I think also I was saying to my wife that I think that they need to be held to a higher standard. Mm -hmm. You know, you are you know the law better than the general public. You yeah. know, sometimes the general public doing stuff and they really don't know, mm -hmm. but you know the law better than the general public. So when yeah. you break it, I think you should be held to a higher standard yeah. than the general public that yeah. don't know. Mm -hmm. You know, so them getting slaps on the wrist and things like that, I think that, um, you know, their punishment should be a little bit more stiff and quick. Yeah. Uh, and I think that would change the, the culture of yeah. that. You know, I, I heard, I don't know how true it is, but I heard one of the um, chiefs in one of the cities said, you know, well, I, I fired this officer four times. Mm -hmm. And the, um, the, what's that, the police union right brought him back home. Yeah. So it's, he said, you know, what am I to do? How can I change? Yeah. 
So yeah. I don't know how true it is because I heard it through a third party, but I'm, yeah. I believe it's pretty true. Yeah, a lot of times they just get hired by a different city. Yeah, they're yeah, hired just, by a different city or yeah. the union brings yeah. them back on. So a lot of stuff had to change. A lot of stuff had to change. And I think to start it, it's starting with the, you know, just building a rapport. Mm-hmm. Building a rapport with the community. Yeah, yeah I, I, I agree. Like, it has to be something swift. Um, yeah. For this one in particular, I think they have to make an example of that police officer. Yeah. And the other officer. And the other officer. Yeah. Because so they can know, like, oh, man, we can't. Yeah, we can't do yeah, that because yeah. it's like if you turn it around to the general public, if us four go rob somebody, mm-hmm. y'all could be cool. Or if I'm in, or, or if y'all in the car with me and I go rob a store and jump in the car and take off, mm-hmm. they're gonna take us all down. Yep. Yeah. If we if we go in a building and we just going to mm-hmm. scare somebody, yeah. am I crazy? But go and kill them, we are all charged for, yeah. with murder. So what's wrong with this? You know. Mm-hmm. You got this guy on the neck. You had three other officers. Not one of them pushed him off and said, get off his neck. Yeah. Not one. I heard it was two on his feet. Mm-hmm. So all of them need to be. Because that's where, as a, you shouldn't think as a police, but as a human being, like, you know what, this is wrong. Yeah, this is wrong. Hey, man, you shouldn't be doing, like, yeah. take your knee off. He's already handcuffed. Yeah. I, he can wiggle, curse, spit. He's in handcuffed. What, mm-hmm. what you got to do? Yeah. It's hog time, man. What are you going to do? Yeah. You know, but put... Mm-hmm. If you're not a, if you're not part of the solution, you're probably part of the problem, right? Definitely. I mean, that's that's definitely, definitely uh, part of the case there. Um, we have some shout outs here. Sending strength from the UK. We got protests over here as well. Shout out to you, Smoked Jack. Thank you guys for tuning in, man. Bye. Um, let's go about five more minutes, and then we can we can bounce, man. I know it's a tough uh, subject. Yeah. Yeah, yeah tough yeah, subject. Yeah. Uh, tough times, really, in general, last few months. So yeah. um, we're just glad we're able to join you guys here. Thank, so thank you guys for your... Glad, glad to have you guys. Man. Yeah, we were joking with Trevor, like, oh, we don't know we should go. What's, what's going on down there? Like, oh, they're fighters. Oh, we, yeah. we, they got it. They got this. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, yeah good thing the good... gym is safe. Yeah. yeah. I, I, saw some, I saw a lot of uh, properties down by... Uh, All around. Yeah. 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 They they thank God that we're in safe haven. And a lot of people in the community, if not the whole community, respects us as yeah. that, you know. And hopefully that continues. You know, hopefully that, that continues. And uh, we just want to be part of that progress, right? That yeah. process of, yeah. of making things better and not worse. Definitely. Yeah. Well, what are your thoughts on that, Ashton? You know, you know, you're 16. It's like these are issues that you shouldn't be having to deal with, but you, you, and it's, it's life and it's reality. What are, what are your thoughts on this? Um, basically, kind of what y'all was saying, really, is um, really nothing different. I can really say, like, I kind of said it all, but it's kind of sad and speechless, really. But, I mean, um, action is better than words sometimes. And, um, but sometimes it could get carried away. Uh, I think it's do, you, do you ever think about that? We, you know, when we know about Colin, how he's an athlete, but yeah, he has a big platform. Do you ever yeah. think about how... You know, maybe that might that responsibility might come to you one day, like where. It, yeah, definitely. Uh, I gotta think about it sometimes. I can't. Uh, I have to respect everybody and um, look at both sides of the um, both sides of the table um, and just uh, think it out. Yeah. yeah. Like the um, come to agreement kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we. I. I don't know why he, uh, my. Uh, I don't know if you guys know Anthony Simpson Jr. He comes to mind. He's a young, young fighter. He's very popular, not just here, but he lives in here in Long Beach. So. And he talks about uh, mental awareness, mental health. 
Mm-hmm. And he uses his platform to talk about that, like post fights, mm-hmm. you know, before fights, during the, you know. So I'm just wondering, I just yeah, found that. One thing that he did a touch on last time we spoke to him was creating a new stereotype, right? And it's up to us, the next generation, because we're being stereotyped a certain way. But we can do things to change it. Like you said, uh, you were dressed in baggy clothes, right? That's one thing to change how people stereotype you. Dressing people stereotype you. The way you speak. The way you speak. The way you walk around. The way you have encounters with people. Yeah, definitely. You're not the only one. We used to wear baggy clothes, too. And yeah, 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 same thing. <laughs> you got to be aware. You know, when you're young, you're like, I don't care. You know, I don't care. You know, this is how I would. But you got to, I mean, yeah. that impression. Yeah. You don't have to say nothing. You got to, the first impression is your, your, your appearance, your image. Yeah. You know, somebody don't, not, not talk to you, but they see you across the street. Oh, that thug or that there. Uh-huh. You got to carry yourself. Well. Yeah. You got to walk well. Carry yourself. Yeah. I guess we could all do our part, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. anyway. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, Pops, you want to send a last message? Last message here, and we'll get Trevor's on as well. Trevor, jump on We're going to say our goodbyes over here. Uh, once again, thank you guys for joining us live. We're going to give uh, the floor right now to Sir Ray Eyes. I said everything. I said everything. Just everybody stay safe. You know, just stay safe. How can people train if they want to come to the gym and? Well, we're, we're open to the. Um, we have a we have a beginners boxing class, basic class, at one to one p.m. to two p.m. Monday through Friday. Also at nine a.m. to ten a.m. with Coach Javion Monday through Friday. Okay. Any boxers want to train? Hit me up in my DM or you know Jack Rabbit DM. LB Jack Rabbit Boxing. One question that I wanted to sneak in, and you don't, you, can, you can answer if you want. Uh, we were just kind of curious with the with the plans uh, with with Ashton. Were Olympics, no Olympics, pro in a couple of years? Well, I know you you get the final say. You're his Everybody dad. You're his. Good answer. Everybody got to wait and see. All right, all right. We Trevor, got some cooking. We got hey. some cooking. I like that, Trevor. <laughs> any last words you want to? No, I just, I just, we do have another fighter in the gym. I like because I just want to introduce him. He's from Egypt. He was on the uh, okay. Let him take a seat. Have a seat. All right, brother. He's gonna take a seat. There you go. You good? Knocking things out already. I like it. <laughs> no, we're we're definitely excited to have him in here, uh, Amir. Um, he was on the national team for Qatar and Egypt, oh, nice. right? Yeah. And uh, he's 2-0 in his professional career. He's moved with a lot of guys. Um, go ahead. You name the, the pro fighters that, that you've worked with. Like uh, Andy Reid, Dominic okay. Brazil, Charles okay. Martin. Uh, yeah, but yeah. We, we basically, we, we just wanted you guys to get a look at him, even okay. if it's for a second. He has yeah, an Instagram. Yeah. He's brand new in his career. Yeah, tell people where can they follow yeah, you. Where can they follow you? Where can Instagram. they follow you? Uh, Amir Ansari. Okay. Amir. Yeah, it has a dot though, right? Yeah. At Amir A M I R dot E L S E Y. Okay, we'll we'll link that up. Yeah, definitely. Thank, thank man. you for letting me just uh, hop in. No, for sure, for sure. Why don't you get get all your shout-outs and uh, exposure to all your fighters and uh, maybe another day too, if you have any other fighters. Yeah, do we another are, episode. We, we've got a lot fun. of guys uh, here, obviously. And, uh, you know, we, we were supposed to get Isaac, Isaac Dogbo in here. Okay. He's been working with the gym. Um, sure. So, and I know he'll probably, he's going to be working with Jack Rabbits um, more and more so with me and Ivan. 
And uh, I imagine he'll be entitled contention once again in, in two or three fights. Nice, All right, nice. and once again, so, where, where can we follow? I, so I have an Instagram that's a Trevor, T-R-E-V-O-R, Sambrano, S-A-M-B-R-A-N-O. And I'm pretty easy to find at, uh, at Jack Rabbit's uh, Instagram. So. Okay, cool. All right, and then we'll get let Ashton uh, Do the send your last yeah, yeah. shout-outs and <laughs> Final Shout out shout to outs. Selena Gomez and all that good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> okay, each other. All right, Ashton, last words before we head out of here. Shoot your shot. <laughs> Where can we follow you? Y'all um, can follow me again on IG at Ashton Silv, H2O, Ashton, S-Y-O-V-E, H2O. And, you know, you got to um, promote get the word out there for Selena Gomez. Hey. <laughs> and shout out to uh, Jack Rabbit Boxing Gym here on East Side Long Beach. Thank you guys for hosting us. Uh, that's it for me, man. That's Make sure it. to follow us at Against DA Ropes. Uh, against the Ropes Online is the website. Make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel. All that good stuff. Uh, and thank you. Thank you guys for joining us, man. Chris? Thank you, guys. Yeah. That's it, man. No, that's it. Just thank you guys. Thank you guys for opening the doors. Uh, uh, this is, I mean, born in Long Beach where we're, we're right here this is home for us and so yeah, shout out to yeah. Northside Long Beach man. hey <laughs> so no Long Beach is love and that's all we gotta do is just keep showing that and you know just keep going forward yeah